welcome back. It's Chasers, a cycling podcast. With me, Sam Bacon, Harry Mailer. Hello. <laughs> One job. One, One job. job. And Seb Lloyd. <laughs> Hello. <Are> we... <laughs> I said the same thing as him. <laughs> yeah, but with a bit more vigour. Yeah. He's pleased to be here. Oh. And we've been practising Harry's mic technique and he's been fantastic. You check the levels. Yeah, Harry checked the levels as soon as that intro well. music comes in. He's right. leaning back. He's at the back he, of Seb's garage. He crumbles. It's like he's in a, um, a urinal. <laughs> <laughs> a busy urinal. <laughs> <laughs> he just freezes. <laughs> what a metaphor that is. <laughs> oh, so this, I think, technically this is season... Six. I looked, it, I looked it up. We did four. You held up five fingers there and said season six. No, you couldn't see my my, 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 my thumb was behind the laptop screen. You couldn't see it. Oh, shit, I lost a thumb. <laughs> so we've had, um, yeah, we've, we haven't been as consistent recently because of all the different things going on lockdown and stuff, but we're going to try. Well, we've had no lockdown since then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've, we've made our own lockdown. Harry's had COVID-19 times. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> um, but we're going to try and do it Bi-weekly. That's every two weeks, Harry. Yeah. Right, okay, got it. I think that's, I think that's a uh, sustainable and manageable Yeah, task. we might do more. Yeah. We might we'll, do we'll, less. We'll try not to do less. And we've definitely got more stuff coming up. So the specials, I think, I enjoy recording those when we actually have more stuff to talk about. Like yeah. the last episode, I think, was my we... favourite episode to ever <laughs> do. Because we had a lot to chat about. You had a cross race. We've been to Roubaix since then, haven't we? It was September, I looked it up. Have we? Yeah. Have we not talked about... No, we don't. Oh, guys, you were in for a treat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I looked it up. But yeah, it was September the 4th or something like that. I think I put it on the document when the last episode was. Last episode was September, yeah. I even took... Doctor 5. And we I didn't... took Doctor 5, the uh, mobile podcast recording. And because... Well, you'll hear about this in a minute. But me and Seb never actually saw each other at Roubaix. For the second year in a row. <laughs> so we just don't ever want to ride the cobbles together. Um, oh, I've got a good story. I've got a good... Um, yeah, good uh, story about that. So that'd be nice. Um, so yeah, this is season six. Lots to come, but we'll talk about all those things at the end of the pod. Really, all the exciting stuff that's going to come up. Um, so let's start with uh, news about Harry. Harry, what did you get for Christmas? A mountain bike. Woo! What mountain bike did you buy, Harry? A whoa, whoa, whoa. did Santa give you? <laughs> so let's, yeah. let's not. So, I what? don't know how we got it down the chimney, but fair play, it was sent it down the chimney. <laughs> <laughs> I put some firms in the chimney for him to hit. Yeah, um, I got an XC Canyon Exceed. I think it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a bit of a fancy one, isn't it? Yeah. Well, they have what well, they have three tiers of XC bikes, and it's the top of the bottom tier. But I think no, that is top, top of the middle, isn't it? No, bottom. Is it? Yeah. What's the top tier? Is that like different the carbon super, super layer? I think it's just the year, basically, isn't it? Oh, right. So, so I mean, obviously, there's the there's SL. SLX. SLX. What's the top one, then? Is it like an SLX super race? Super like, many X's. Like isn't it CF? Is, there's a CF in some of them, isn't there? Yeah, all CF. My, all because carbon, oh, carbon, carbon. carbon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yes, I'm riding that more <coughs> than the road bike at the moment. Yeah. So that's good. Have you, done, have you ridden your mountain bike? Four times. Five times. Fair enough, fair enough. That's yes. more than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to say it twice, and I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, How are you finding it? Different. It's... Because if... you've never really ridden mountain bikes much before. I used... I genuinely... I looked at my Strava the other day, and in 2020, I rode a mountain bike once. In 2019, I rode it twice. I like that. 
so and yeah in 2021 i didn't ride it does strava tell you that or that because you've named them no no oh no because you can see ah, from okay. yeah or it should be like if like you've ridden this many miles off road or something like that <laughs> yeah cool. no you can see how many miles a mile of mountain bike have done okay. but yeah so i basically don't ride off road until now i'd say like you you almost had a a not normal introduction to cycling whereas i feel a lot of people are introduced via mountain biking or at least a mountain bike yeah you're like you're like a really young mammal where you've taken you've stopped golf you've got all your money and you've decided to take up cycling and it's your first foray into it and then you've discovered mountain biking well except you're young you're like the anti-pidcock but the thing is i did ride a mountain bike but you you know as a kid you ride on the downs link where it's zero degrees it's different to going yeah to proper you know jumps or whatever it is yeah so did you never like jump over ramps on your bike i went to skate parks but it's not muddy. No. Let's go to a really bad skate park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's different. Like, I, it's, the bars just feel so wide. Like, I, I mentioned to you the other night. You feel so high up as well, don't so, you? And like, without a dropper as well, like, that's on the list. We'll discuss that a bit. But just the movement of the bike is so different to road. It's You have to you think about it so much mm. that it just doesn't feel... More. And it's just getting used to that it does move underneath you. Yeah. Yeah. It's meant to. That's the and it will grip eventually. But there's but so many questions. That it will, yeah. That safety sure. net, you need to learn where that is. Yeah, and Seb is so ridiculously good on anything off road that it pushes me to Yeah, he's the wrong person to be with at the moment at this moment in your mountain bike career, I feel. It wasn't yes. it wasn't the nicest conditions we went out in either. No, it's really chalky, like rooty, yeah. wet conditions. It's so it's wet. Not the time you want to yeah. be yeah. practicing finding the limit. Yeah, no, it was very, very, very wet. Yeah. And yeah. the worse the conditions are, the faster Seb gets, which is extremely annoying. He doesn't slow <laughs> down, he, he speeds up, which is very bizarre. Yeah, so that, yeah, no, it was mad. Yeah, and especially when Seb's on a an old CX bike and I'm on a proper map. <laughs> old CX bike? Oh no, because you're on the new one, weren't you? That only, <laughs> that only encourages him to go faster yeah. though because he wants to be like, ha, you what? spent how much on that? <laughs> we, should discuss, we should discuss the Christmas ride we all did. Oh yeah. Where I was, je- I've still got PTSD from that at the moment. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's the last time we saw each other. So, yeah. you, what, so oh, how it, do you, so, it was the Blazing Saddles um, yeah, so you saw Christmas, uh, Christmas special. Christmas special. And my, so it was a mountain bike ride. <laughs> we all took to a cafe and back some nice little trails and stuff fancy dress which we were the only one that didn't turn up in fancy dress <laughs> didn't have I was mine. all in black my excuse is I don't have any fancy dress outfits so I wore wrapping paper underneath my oh that's um, true yeah skin suit yeah because I was just so cold and that was what an effective method that was later. it was absolutely um crumbled by the time like it was like flaking off like this sweaty it's a very sad christmas <laughs> yeah it was disgusting that was the most disappointing present on, on anyone the sexy could. present you were hoping yeah. for <laughs> um so we rode rode across yeah, and it started back. raining yeah so we were all on cross bikes as well because my, my mountain bike i think my fork had blown at this point yeah sam was on i was the on my so i just changed my cross bike as in changed the wheels over and stuff i hadn't changed my stem so i was on a cross bike with 120 mil negative 20s stem which is not the ideal riding position for um going down mountain bike trails but yeah. that was fun and then harry you couldn't convince santa could you to um to deliver the bike deliver the bike early enough. yeah so was i was a stickler yeah so i was on the old uh crux which was fine it's a good bike but with summer tires summer tires and a mech that doesn't work quite it's got a tiagra road mech which is the floppiest yeah. rear mech i've ever seen in my life 
The wind blows in it. Yeah. <laughs> it flutters <laughs> around. It's ETAP before ETAP came It feels out. so yeah. nice, though. It's like effortless. <laughs> yeah. It is effortless. It's almost too effortless. Yeah. yeah. So if you sway out the saddle too much, you go up and down the block. <laughs> All the way. One to ten in one, one, one pedal stroke. Yeah. Um, so that was fun. I mean, the one thing I did like about that ride is uh, one of the guys there had some um, had some slow gin in his bottle. Mm. So I've never drunk more slow gin before anything else at <laughs> eight o'clock in the morning. And you were always the first, to, let's say, you know, how you stop at like natural checkpoints, don't you, I suppose? You were always pretty much the first person, and I was consistently the last person. And the gap between you and me was that over a 10-minute section would be about eight minutes no you were just being very cautious yeah. harry and that's the right way well, to I got do lost it. in the first 55 meters of the ride and i had to just that's a you problem so i was shouting <laughs> i had to like, follow the calls didn't i because we uh, we went down the ruttiest rootiest descent at the start or i think we did but you didn't because i went a different way oh did you okay yeah so it was in um houghton forest which is white ways which is in sussex yeah so we rode across from seb's house um and met seb no, we didn't ride from your house. No, we rode from Harry's house and we met Sam. It was freezing cold. Yeah. It was in the dark. Yeah. Um, got to Whiteways. It was Whiteways is very chalky, flint, um, roots everywhere. Yeah. It's a great place to learn skills on a cross bike, yeah, but it's very in harsh. In the winter, it's not the place. Mountain bike, it's okay. So um, yeah, we went and did some single track, and there was just a lot of sketchy but <laughs> fun moments. There was a good, good yeah. turnout. Um, Seb almost got decapitated by It's never that chilled with that group of people. Oh, it did, yeah. That descent. It's yeah. never that chilled, though. Even though you think it's going to be chilled, everyone is a high standard, so even that chilledness but I think that, is still quite quick. That comes with the nature of mountain biking. Yeah. It's hard to ride a mountain bike slowly you, you, up a hill. Yeah. You just at your limit. There's only no one place what. you can go, and in that weather, it's like it's just hard. Yeah. And it started getting colder and colder, so that, that increased the pace anyway. We went up some absolutely mad... Mad climbs, like routine. They're like ridiculously tech climbs. I think on a mountain bike in the summer, they'd be difficult. Oh, climbs. absolutely. Like, there's no yeah. let up on them at all. Yeah, so we, the cross bikes came in handy then because everyone was just pushing yeah, bikes. So we I just shouldered it and just yeah. walked up. Um, yeah, but that was good. And Harry did some good skills, actually. You were... Because like we were saying in the, in the car, Seb is so much better and faster. And I know we sort of joke about it, but for example, we went down this flint descent that people on, like, eight grand full sus bikes were going quickly down, but still being quite cautious. And Seb came past on a cross bike with file treads, <laughs> honestly, at the speed of light. And I, I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. I was like, I was on the edge and, like, holding my brakes and just trying yeah. not to die. And just the speed you went past. I don't know how you stopped still to this day. I don't know how <laughs> that bike managed to come to a halt whilst you were aboard it. But what you expect of, oh, you just do it like this, you just do it like this, is quite tricky. So Harry and I, when we were going down another You were literally hill, talking me down at the I scent. was shouting yeah. some things that Seb has said in the past and I've been able to process. And I, I sort of passed that information on at a slower rate to Harry. Knees out, and it was, knees you out. you did really well. It was a really yeah. hard... It was like a... About 15 centimetres of leaves, so mm. you couldn't actually see, yeah, see the rocks, the roots. It was roots. Like a gully, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. It, was good. it was good fun. Whereas Seb thinks, I can't see anything, so I'll just let go of my brakes and go really fast. <laughs> Everyone else thinks, there's stuff under this, I'm and I die. don't want to go very fast. Yeah. And I had no brakes, so my fingers were like, mm. And then, yeah, so Sam was basically just sitting behind me, just shouting things at me to not die and fall off. 
And I remember really distinctly one was just keep your knees out and like, arms out. Just, you know. What do you call that, Seb? Fat cow. Fat cow. Yeah, fat, and I just <laughs> imagine you riding a fat cow. I did it so much that I unclipped both of my pedals. <laughs> <laughs> just, just that's, thought, that's your cleats, big <laughs> issue, that Just is. John wading down the trail. <laughs> But it instantly made you went twice as quick when you yeah. did that. Yeah. Because you, your natural position, like on a road bike, is your knees were tucked, your arms were tucked. Mm. And you then as soon as I said that, you did that and you loosened up. And like you could see the bike was moving underneath you. Mm. And it's that, it's, it's getting used to that feeling of it's okay that and it's that, jumping around. That you. is a great trail to do because it was just so leafy and slippy. Mm. It's like, it was almost like a bit of a half pipe you're going down. It was, like, yeah. There's only really one line you could take. It's basically just your bike's going to get to the bottom. It was steep enough, it would keep rolling. So yeah. It's just, Trust it and hope mm. for the best. And it was so steep and your brakes were so bad that it gave you no other option other to survive. Okay, you just had yeah. to go down it. So actually it forced you to use those skills. Oh, it was 100% brake pressure and I wasn't slowing down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was full of confidence, wasn't it? Yeah. And then the worst bit, there was a tree down halfway yes. on it, which thankfully I wasn't the first rider and someone managed to shout tree and I just put the brakes on as hard as I possibly could and I hit the tree still but like I came to stop and it's like my last bit of momentum was just into the tree and when you say tree it's like a I couldn't get my arms around last it's no, a no, it proper big. It proper yeah. huge huge tree yeah that was good and then we went uh, to Cadence Cafe which I really love. cold it's such a good it's about, they've been open about a year and a half now I'd say and I think it's in such a good spot mm. at the bottom of that hill I was with you wasn't I mm. I we stopped and my brakes were actually smoking mm. because they were, the we were going so fast yeah. and I was holding the cow just in the middle of the field yeah. on this really fast <laughs> descent. Yeah, and then we rode rode home on the road because <sighs> so relieved. See, I just, I'd, I'd lost interest in cycling at that point. That that's what I think. There's like that with riding off road, whether it's gravel, cross, mountain bike, whatever you want to call it. It's sort of you don't get moments like that that you can laugh about on the road. If that happens on a road bike, you're like. Yeah. <laughs> What? My, oh yeah, I put the brakes to the bar on this road and I couldn't stop. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's a completely different vibe, isn't it? So that was fun. It was fun. What else have we done? Well, after that though, so I think I believe um, a week the, the weekend after that it might have been the weekend before, but I did. Um, I went to watch the UCI cross race at Clamfield. Mm. Yes, Clamfield Cross, where they hoped to have. Um, I did the Wessex round there last year. And they'd hoped to like get loads of um, sort of European riders across to it, but sort of COVID did put a sort of a kibosh to that. And um, I think they had, they had a few. They had a Dutch lady was riding it, and I, I don't think any of the the men's field was um, with Europeans. But um, it's, it's had a pretty decent like turnout in terms of some like good national riders and stuff. Um, a lot of the Vitus Vitus Wiggle is it? Oh, Spectra, Spectra Wiggle Spectra that's Racing. The one, yeah. Used to be Vitas, didn't it, I think? And they then, ride, yeah, they used to be Vitas, they still ride them. Yeah. Same bike as me, except so, um, old. Yeah, they're gold. <laughs> and very Yeah, broken. so I think they had a really good turn up from the men and the women. I yeah, because they've got um, Dan Barnes. Yeah, I think he, in the end he came second. Oh, okay, and is it Liam Chase? Okay. Someone Chase. They always come, like, 7th and 8th, or 14th and 15th. They're always next to each uh, other okay. in all the I think they might uh, Belgian cross races. I they're... think they were second and third. Oh, okay. He, the, the, the first guy you mentioned I think he led the race for a while before um, Cameron Mason yep. ended up he, he had a bad start then he pulled back and just dominated the field um, and we just found a little corner to heckle everyone on <laughs> and fair play to him he if, if you told him to like send it off a little bump he sent it <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> on command he was he enjoying would, yeah, himself on command he would do that and then I, I sort of went up for a few beers afterwards and one of the guys I was watching with was like oh, he got an entry do the race and I was like oh, I know a few people that organised it I was asked I see what I can do so at 11 at night I sent some texts out 
and I managed to get an entry for the next day. Bearing in mind the weather was just non like, pissing it down the forecast for us. So I was like, oh, what am I doing this for? Still got your file tread on the front. Yeah, I didn't have a front tire. <laughs> didn't have a front tire. I didn't have a front tire. So I was like, well, someone there's going to have a spare tire I can use. <laughs> <laughs> so I chucked the mountain bike in just in case. And um, yeah, luckily I've got uh, like a really old front tire. I think I've got it up there somewhere still. But um, and we rode the course. And obviously, as senior, you're the last person to go. So the course was had rained all night. The course was absolutely ruined by this point. <laughs> and um, I've just again just crashed so many times. But I was I went I, I couldn't see at one point. I was just so tired. I like bonked so hard. It was a real power yeah. fest. And I was like, what am I doing? It was hilly. <laughs> It's sort of technical, but it just became so muddy that it's like it wasn't, You're going so slow, it wasn't it technical anymore. It was basically just skiing. Yeah, and yeah, I was in so much pain. I was the last rider to finish, not not last, just due to the way the lapping worked. Like I, <laughs> I was going so. I was like, I, my, when I started my last lap, I was half a lap ahead of the leader. So before yeah. he lapped me twice. Yeah, um, and by the time I crossed the finish line, to bear in mind, I did a lap. He caught up to the say, the finishing straight. I mean, I was I couldn't see anything at that point, so I just kept riding. And if I waited a little bit more, I could have finished. So I actually finished in the dark in the end. <laughs> but yeah, after that race, that was um, I did it on the cannon, obviously, and the noises it was making at the end of that after Roubaix, after this mountain bike ride, it it's was rattling, and I was like, it's. I can't do this this bike anymore. It is, <laughs> it is clunking. I don't think there's any suspension left. It's just so soft. It's permanently bottomed out. It's just so down I, or up. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> yeah. So I um yeah I put the billet, put the billet, put the billet, put the billet, <laughs> and um I got from it on Paul Milne's Paul Milne's the sort of the cyclocross yes. race team in uh, the pickup used to ride for in Yorkshire. They are the only place in the UK you can buy a new canty frame still. <laughs> I, like, I don't want this brace. I've got other stuff still. I just want a nice little easy frame swap. And I got myself a lovely little Ridley X night. So I've gone from 22-year-old aluminium weird bike to a, a very, very lightweight, fancy, stiff fancy. carbon race bike. So I mean, it's not going to make me go any quicker. Does but... it feel, is it different to a Canon? Yeah. It's like in terms of the weight, you can feel the weight. The comfort's definitely there. Um, I'm not going to say that you can feel the stiffness at all. I mentioned about the the, the brake chatter the already. Like <laughs> it breaks so much worse, but it's it's very direct and stuff. So I'm sure it will be quicker in whatever you need to do. But yeah, yeah. I suppose at the end of the day, the geometry is slightly different. I've got to get used to that again. But it is just it it's, looks, it's a cross bike. They can't be that. Di- they can't be that different. It looks amazing. Gonna... I've got to say, it's like um, Audi RS grey and black. It's very yeah, it does very look understated good. and cool. So yeah, that, that that was my Christmas then. I rode rode that went back to the New Forest and just rode it an absolute ton. Yeah, I saw you did lots of rides. Yeah, my bro- 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 with your brother brother came down to do lots of riding with him. Rode in the wet all the time. Um, tell you one thing that was a bit eye opening. I want one now and I cannot afford it at all. Is Gore Tex Shake Dry Jackets. Oh yes. Now, yeah. like they're expensive bits of kit for like two hundred three hundred pounds. Yeah. But I would say they are worth every penny you can. <laughs> if you're going to ride in the rain. Yeah, well, even that is just as that secondary layer. Like it may sort of we like the weather's we ride is like you you don't know how many those awkward temperatures. You don't know how many layers you got to put on. Yeah, mm. you can just go for a base layer, a thin jersey, and this, and it's just amazing. Like it's an absolute game changer in terms of a jacket. And I say if you're going to invest any money in any bit of cycling equipment, I would recommend getting one of them. We are not sponsored by Gore. I if, wish if I wish you'd like to. Yeah. If you'd you like to reach out, it's, it's give us Gore Tex jackets. <laughs> it's one of the one of the few times where Rafa is actually the cheapest way to get into it as well oh because they've got Gore-Tex yeah so a lot of companies 
yeah, yeah, buy sure. the fabric off. So you only buy it in black at the moment. Yeah. Although my brother had a, had a, a friend that works for Ripper. Oh, yeah. And he managed to get the EF sample jackets. It's unbranded. There's no like team sponsorship on it, but it's in like the, the pink and blue faded colour. It looks absolutely amazing. That is amazing. They had to test to see if they could print it in that colour. Mm. So you've got the sample of it. Neil, as in V Neil V yeah. on Instagram, he would um, He'd love it. Pay a lot of money yeah. for that, I reckon. There you go. We'll let them put him in touch. <laughs> so yeah, that, that, that was my Christmas then. I did um, a cross race, mountain bike riding, and then a lot of New Forest gravel. Lovely. Wet New Forest gravel. Yes. <laughs> oh, nice. How about you, Sam? I think I've just been riding on the turbo. If I'm being honest. Was Roubaix the been... last time you rode outdoors? <laughs> no, it wasn't. You did the interval session where I sat in your wheel for an hour. Yeah, so I've been doing intervals. Um, I've, I've, I've been really enjoying it. Did I we do something the lame. next day? That's the day? That was the day before the Christmas ride, that's what. Yes. I remember hearing about this, yeah. Um, <laughs> I know it sounds really boring, but I've really been enjoying and getting into doing intervals. And it's, I don't, every time I end a block, so like on trainer road, the blocks are like six weeks. And then at the start of the new block, you're meant to do a ramp test. Yeah. But my technique is instead of doing a ramp test, I just add 10 watts to my FTP, and I'm like, yeah, that'll be that. Well, what ones have you improved better, though? Then. You're scared. You're scared. So, yeah. You're scared of the truth. <laughs> <laughs> then the workouts, you then adjust. Oh, okay. So, like today, so I put my FTP up. To be fair, yeah, I put up six watts. So I was feeling, it was five in the morning, and I was not feeling <laughs> 100%. And then at the end, it was a VO2 max session, which was fine. And at the end, I put it up in like another 5%. So you just sort of. Because as long as it's in that range, like when we're talking to Alex, you know, FTP is not a finite number. So as long as you're within that range of what your FTP would be, then the zones still work. Mm. So some days if I'm feeling strong, I whack it up. Other days if I'm not, I just leave it where it is. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I've just been doing that really. Um, I don't think I had a miserable ride out the other day. I rode my cross bike on like a group ride and I did, I had two threshold efforts to do on the ride over. So I got them done and it was meant to be like a chilled zone one ride, but then it started really raining and I had my cross, I had my mud cross ties on and then everyone else was on road bikes. So that turned into a very hard and it was just, it was just, it started raining. We were miles away from home and it was just, we just didn't get home as quick as possible. Not a good time. And then I rode back along like a gravel path. So I got completely caked in mud as well yeah but I, I, I can fit my mud cards over my cross ties oh yes <laughs> so it's an absolute tank of a bike you're like um, a proper gravel smasher isn't it you're yeah. so trendy <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah like we said earlier Harry did I did some intervals and Harry rode behind me for some of them and the numbers were absolutely astonishing because we both had our power it? meters so uh, you were on a well you had knobbly tyres on as well yeah so I had my cross bike um, with my mud tyres on because I actually find doing intervals with the cross tyres is so much better because you've yeah. got that resistance um, so I was, I was like, doing over sort of a bit like it's nice to do an interval on a hill yes so like you don't need as much <laughs> encouragement for yourself to keep pushing on because you're going so fast yeah yeah you're literally just pushing against the yeah, resistance yeah because when I've done intervals with my full road setup you get to you do the power like 300 watts or whatever but because the bike is then travelling so fast mm. you have to react really quickly to stay on top of the gear you end up just going faster and faster and faster yeah. and on the road when like the interval section I do which is around my parents house that if you're doing like 25, 26 miles an hour that's giving you a lot less time when you're trying to look at your power and all that sort of stuff so so actually you, you want to like let, let pressure out run 20 psi just, yeah exactly just so around cross, it. on my cross tyres going flat out I think I do like 23 max on the slightly downhill bit yeah. you average about 20 mile an hour which is far more manageable yeah. and it's softer 
so you you can keep smoother pedaling. But I so I was doing like uh, over unders, which was like three hundred to three thirty. Yeah. And Harry averaged so over like a nine minute was it nine minutes interval? It's about nine ten minutes, wasn't it? And then you averaged like what one hundred fifty watts? Oh no, it was like ninety eight watts. <laughs> yeah. watts. Yeah, it was just really sat behind me. Love yeah. that. <laughs> and I but I was on like a full so I'm about five seven. And you're what six foot, six foot, and I'm on a full summer, like deep section wheels, fancy tires, fancy tires, super air, as aero as I can be, Just hiding behind me. Actually, I wasn't even going that aero because I was like, oh, this Just is literally well tapping it out while I'm <laughs> yeah. like on the edge, yeah. like 180 BPM. Yeah. Like I was shouting out the speed too, wasn't I? Yeah, it's on the straight. <laughs> oh, you should have had his. Ha- it sounds power uh, head Yeah, whipping yeah. <laughs> 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 it. Yeah, so that was quite interesting. Can you, oh, I suppose. Can you can you have more than one unit paired? I was to thinking a power no, because I try and do it when I um, put my power meter pedals on my bike that my turbo's on to check that it's like linked up. You have to have my laptop with one and then my Garmin with the other to to match them up to see. You can't have the one power meter with both. Oh, what to make sure each pedal's measuring the same? No, just to check oh, right. my pedals. Just to check basically my turbo because you get you can then see what your drivetrain losses are yeah, because yeah. your pedals it's direct and then yeah. So like, I know my turbo reads about ten to fifteen watts depending on how much you're how high you're going. Mm-hmm. So I know that I can always do fifteen higher. Like when I do like those road intervals, yeah. I stick it up a bit more because I know it matches or. I just keep it the same and feel really good about myself. <laughs> like I'm on a great day when actually it's exactly the same. Um, so that's it really. I've just been mm-hmm. doing trainer road. I've now trained three times a week in the morning at like 5.15, which is, it's quite grim, but then the grimness wears off after two minutes and then it's the best feeling in the world. Yeah. And that's allowed me because I've now started running quite a lot, which I know is a bit mad. It's scary. Um, nice. Just because I was like, I don't know really I just in the evenings I didn't want to sit on the turbo and all that sort of stuff but and I was missing being outside yeah and running even if the weather's awful it's still really nice whereas... no matter what the weather is it's a shorts and t-shirt because it gets so hot yeah. exactly so yeah. um, I've never seen a runner in a coat no so yeah, I've, yeah. I've been really yeah. enjoying that and doing that and um I injured myself quite early on, so I just I would just go out the door and try and run as fast as possible. You've got the fitness of a cyclist, and then stop, not, and then yeah. I I messed my calf up, and so I've slowly been getting back into it and just taking it easy and doing trail runs, and it's not to it's it doesn't impact on my cycling at all because I'm not like cycling in the morning and then run, then I have a day off. If anything, I think it does almost help a little bit with just general blood burnout, I guess. Yeah. So um, and then it gives me the weekend to then be. I can then just do a chilled ride because I've done all my intervals already. So it's quite. And then if we want to go do a nice ride, but normally it just ends up being two to three hours watching Netflix on the turbo, which is still quite nice to be honest. I don't mind that. I can switch off. So when, when you say because you're going to drop a bombshell soon, um, <laughs> when you say intervals, obviously a lot of the old school thinking in terms of winter is yeah. you don't generally Base do intervals. Miles. So like are you, you you're just looking for consistency throughout the year rather than sort of having certain this is my volume section. Now so the, my intervals or are the intervals there they're tailored I guess more to endurance. They're not as yeah they're as they split up. So you have um, you're looking at longer. Trainer Road does it in you have base one, base two, then you have build one, build two, then you have specialist one, specialist two. Yeah. So for example, I I just for. A, like a cycle I put the team champs as like the event that I'm training for Yeah. just because in February so I was like right I'll 
I'll be pinging for February and then I'll start again and build up from that point again and then so be actually, pinging for like June, July. You're, you're, this is like six month cycle sort of thing. Yeah. So you're actually looking, it doesn't really matter if you start in the winter, you're not going to be pinging exactly. for the Exactly. And also that, that the old adage of um, winter miles. Winter miles, the, time the summer you, smiles. The time you've got to put into that, you've got to be doing like 15 to 20 hours, I think personally, of doing that low level for it to have, like I can do maybe seven hours to eight hours a week, which is not enough if you're just doing endurance miles. That's not enough time. There's a big difference between doing 11 hours and 15 hours as well. Like it's huge. Oh, totally. 11 hours is like a fairly big week, but it's manageable. 15 is like, I've, this is unbelievably difficult. Yeah, I'm basing mine on five hours because I do three hours of intervals during the week. And then if I can get a two hour ride in, that's enough for me. And that can give me adaptations to keep moving forward. But you have to do the hard hard efforts. If I just did zone two all the time, that's not enough zone two to make my legs better better nice. in that sort of way for when those things come. You've really killed my um, Do you just my, want my do you just want there. to do three hours of I was, easy hope, rides. I was hoping you were saying like, Oh yeah, yeah, at the moment we're just gonna go keep it nice and easy. But it's about three the sweet spot so the first <laughs> for like seventy percent of the of the cycle that i do yeah is sweet spot yeah so it's like 65 percent ish easy so it's like yeah if your fdp is 300 that's like doing 258 to 270 which is uncomfortable at the start because you're like oh this isn't quite easy enough but it's you could do that for a long long time and that's what that's the right spot i think to build up that those adaptations that you need but if you're riding at 200 watts you're not doing enough. If you're doing six-hour rides all the time, I think that's where that stuff comes. But the volume, like pro cyclists, do yeah, a small amount of intervals, and the rest of it is all that base mileage. But that's nice stuff on the top. And mm. they've had years upon years upon yeah. years of that. So, yeah, the training, it definitely works, but it's just finding in the mornings is the key for me because then it's done and I yeah. can get on my life. Because I remember like when I... Um, always hop back to the, when I trained. The one time... Um, it was sort of like the first month or two months. I don't remember doing anything difficult. It was more about just getting me in the mindset yes. to, like, I would go out and do an hour and a half of leg speed intervals. Yeah, yeah. Just to get, like, get into the consistency of, right, you're doing three sessions a week. Yeah. And then they built upon to, like, right, you're doing now 10 minutes up a hill. Yeah. I really like my favorite sessions to do are VO2 max sessions because it's short, hard efforts. But it's like, it's interesting because you've really got to make an effort and it feels like you're actually yeah. making those gains. So like today I did, it was 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off, but only five. Mm-hmm. So it's five minutes of it. So it's over before it, the fifth one, you're like, oh, this is getting uncomfortable. Now. Like, it's over. Then you have like a five minute break and you do that five times. The worst of that is then you finally, oh, you've got like a like half an hour warm down now. You're done. Yeah. <laughs> you've got to sit on the bike for another half an hour. And then like when I went out um, the week after I went outside with you, Harry, it was like I had to do nine minute and a half intervals, but I just went and found a minute and a half hill, like up high down, and just rode it, rode up it. That is, that's the way to do it. Nine it? and a half times. I had some music on, and actually, it feels you know it's a it's quite a nice those sort of twenty minute sweet spot sessions. I'm a bit like oh, I get a little bit bored by that. See, that, that's the ones I honestly I didn't mind them because I was doing on a commute. Yeah, so I exactly. Had, I, like, I wasn't. That's that perfect hard. commute level because it. it's not going absolutely mad. Yeah. But it's purposeful because you yeah. want to get to work. And, and, and then you can, like, literally, because you know that route inside out, you're actually like, right, 
20 minutes, I know I can get essentially from this road sign to this junction. Yeah, yeah. Like, right, just ticking, you're ticking off locate, like landmarks, aren't you, as you go? And that's why I think commuters are always... All the people I know, like the Blazing Saddles lot, a lot of them commute and do like an hour's ride or 40-minute ride. But that twice a day, five times a week... That's a lot, yeah. That's a lot of sweet spot that you are just drilling in. And at the weekend, you then have a smash-up ride, which is your VO2 max. Yeah. That's a lot of... And doing that over six, seven years... That is just automatically going to make your FTP so high mm. and your endurance. Maybe we should start commuting again. In the summer, I'm just not. I'm not commuting. Oh, that is a grim Thirty miles to each way <laughs> in the winter. Yeah. Yeah, that's harsh. Well, it's, it's an hour and a half to two and a half hours, depending on how I feel after work. Oh, that's a long time. It's not. I've only been to an half hour once when I like <laughs> last time I rode home from work. So the first time in like a year and a half. And I stopped in Chichester for a meal deal. I was dying on my ass. Why did you get the train? No, no, no. I've done that before. But I'm not, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm here to ride. I've got nowhere to be. I'm getting home on the bike. So, so yeah. what is your bombshell then? Why are you asking these um, well, secret, sort of secretive questions, questions yeah, about training? I've never heard you. You never, you never knew me, yeah. You didn't know me then, Sam. <laughs> no, exactly. I, I, I still see the remnants of that training, though, which is very annoying. Like when we were out on that, that, that Christmas ride... We were, we were like tapping out on the way home and Seb was there just hanging out. I was like, you never cycle. <laughs> you should be dying now. This isn't fair. I actually, uh, over Christmas, I realized like, you, when you assume is that you don't eat on rides. And I like, with my sort of weird asthma-y heart thing, mm. I can't eat very well on rides. Like, I can't chew on a ride. Does that make sense? Like, I can't yeah. eat a bar. No, like, I hate I hate I real food and like, stuff like that. If I eat real food whilst I'm riding, my heart rate just shoots up and I've really? got all this I can't mm. ride. When we did the South Downs Way, the reverse one with Crawley Wheelers um, in the summer, it was like 30 degrees. I thought it was a good idea to eat a breakfast peanut butter yes. biscuit thing. Claggy. And I've, I've never, th- I thought I was going to die because I was like, well, this is never going to exit my mouth or go, go into my stomach. It was, it was just, absolutely you're, just, you're, you're pooping like an owl. It's like, yeah, walkers that you're riding past like, oh, what's up with him yeah, man. Yeah. everyone always laughs at me on these big rides because I have like six seven gels on these four hour smash up rides yeah, but even that it's like you're not doing enough as per what they say you should. no exactly but then I have two bottles of mix yeah so like mm. but even still that is like, so, you should have more than that so I, I um, Ben told me about a uh, a company called Tailwind so <laughs> they're like an old triathlon like they, they're an American company they're really into like triathlon and running and their sort of thing is like, yeah, most mix, energy mixes are awful and they taste disgusting. And I've had one so far. I've got, I've got that little sample pack. And the idea of it is it's everything you need for an hour to hour and a half of exercise in one sachet. A yeah. bit like Beta Fuel, but I'd say like basically they put more, allegedly they put more, their marketing spiel says they put more into it than that. Yeah. So basically all I should be able to do is just drink a bottle yeah. an hour and a half and that's me done. Yeah. So I was like, well, that, that's the about the time that I ride for most of the time. That's why I, like, I want to ride for more than that. But if I'm racing, that's what I'm going to be doing it for. So I was like, that, that sounds like it should work for me. I could probably eke that out to like two and a half hours with a bit with a few gels and stuff. Yeah. So I bought some of it. I went riding on the weekend and had a bottle of mix. I'd never ride for two hours. My fork broke, so I only rode for an hour and a half. And I didn't once feel hungry or like tired. It's from amazing, like, that. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, two gels. Having a, having a gel an hour is not enough, is it? No, 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 no. So, I, I, my rule is gel half an hour now. Yeah. From that. If, if it's like you're making an effort or off-road minimum because you are always making yeah. an effort. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on board mixes. Yeah. I, nice. But I think that with, um, with training on the turbo, I'm always like, in, in the morning, I'm I like, would... no, it's fine, get on with it. But today, 
I had a gel after the second interval because I, I feel like I'm wasting them. Mm. But actually, I you then complete the workout to a higher standard. Kind of fasted as well in the morning because you've been asleep for eight hours. Yeah, mm. I mean, there, there are schools of thought of that, though, aren't there, as well? Yeah, I, my, I don't, I'm not doing that on purpose. It's just because it's five in the morning and I just want to get on with cycling. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think I think fasted is a bit of a farce in itself because yeah, um, so. you need to fuel your workout and eat carbs. Yeah. yeah. So that's bombshell one is I'm now eating on rides. You're now eating on rides. There we go. <laughs> but that leads me to... That is quite a big bombshell, actually. Yeah. I think we're going to give racing again a go again next year. He's next back. year or this year? This year. This year. This year. 2022. 2022. Racing, road racing. No. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. That would be 2023. I'm trying to convince them to I want use to, Ed's uh, I want to enjoy road. myself. I'm not going to... Goodwood? Uh, Maybe we'll get you on a Goodwood. I'll do a Goodwood. That would be so All fun, we need to do is get you to Cat 3, because then you can join in and do the fun stuff of us. I can't afford to road race. I no, can't afford to crash. True. That is true. I cannot afford to crash now. We'll just wrap it in bubble wrap. Yeah. Right. That one's already got it on yeah. it, that one. I'm sold then. We'll do. Should, so, we, should we aim for the cross season? We'll do every see, event. I'm happy with cross season, but no, I'm. I'm, I'm going, Are you going to mountain bike? I'm aiming for most of the summer next season, a few of the nationals. Oh. So yeah, we're getting hot. <laughs> oh god, I'd yeah. never thought I'd hear you say but that. He's that's back. What, but that's He's why. But so that's so why. That's why I want to do um, <laughs> slow. My reign is fastest ride on the podcast is over. And it's like, I had a good time. <laughs> it was Harry for the start, you're, you're, and then Harry decided. You're, you're reigning. You're reigning cross champ with battling the bowl. <laughs> yeah. And that was one of my worst performances. Yeah. Like, yeah. I had a seized front wheel. It's, it's the worst race I've ever done. <laughs> but um, yes, yeah, so that's what I want to. I want to like not. I, I, I'm looking to buy a turbo again, but I don't want to like overdo it. I want to aim for just consistency. And, like, so you don't I, put yourself off. I've, I've really enjoyed riding again. It's like I actually look forward to riding on the weekend. I don't mind if it's raining. I'll go out and ride. Yeah, and that's what I want. To, I want to keep that forward. Well, like, I think I what some, I can do some consistency of like two sessions a week. Say I think we can do on the that. weekend with 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 like some runs and whatnot mixed into it. I'm, no, I'm, I think we can do that because I I'm such a loser in that I really like making those sorts of plans and doing those things like, for other people for no money whatsoever <laughs> oh, that wasn't so I do, I do don't worry <laughs> <laughs> no, there was nothing planned <laughs> so I do I do it for my mate and he, he I just tell him what to do and he, he gets on with it and it's great but I think we can do two midweek intervals yeah. and we can put one of the interval sessions into the outdoor ride that you do because all you have to do it will be to like do three rides I don't have to do two rides <laughs> no but in the week two yeah. turbo rides okay and then the third turbo ride, which can be optional, will just be an endurance. So then it's less, oh, I've got, I've got to get on turbo and it's going to be a load of effort. It's just uh, you just sit on and just do the zone two. Even if you just go for a chill mountain bike ride or something, just to spin your legs as well, that makes a difference. Yeah, in the summer that'll be easier. Yeah, I mean, I'm home to commute again, like once or twice a week, which is obviously that's an easy hour and a half oh. each way. So And that's a big sweet spot session for yeah. that. And then you just do a couple of the O2 sessions, you'll be good to go. So. Low volume, because I used to do the medium stuff and it was just... It was just too much stuff. Mm. Whereas the low volume plan, which is just three rides a week, you can then add in the bits that you want. So I add in all the zone two stuff, and I just know if I just do these three workouts, that's going to be. So it's much, like you say, it's but manageable, and then I keep to it. The nice thing now is if if we go down the the, the blue blocks of doom method, yeah. Um, when when I did it a year and a half ago, two years ago, it wasn't what I thought it was. Like yeah, I always thought train a road is what it is now in terms of yes. it does it all for you and it changes like, it and it, and it plans it, it. yeah I, I didn't realize that it went for its whole existence people actually liked it when it was a dumb <laughs> yeah oh like <laughs> here's a workout we made you should do this one it's sort of like you're filling out a pokemon deck 
Yeah, it's much more um, engaging now. But you could do Zwift and yeah. just do those bits and stuff. Like, because they have, again, you just pick a VO2 workout and just do it. I've got PTSD from my laptop never connecting to Zwift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah. Um, Sufferfest, does Sufferfest still exist? It's all you have to have a Wahoo now, don't you? Oh, do you? Because so, that's actually quite good. For mm, motivation, That's that was quite I remember, fun, I remember like, doing it like. Uh, gym once they had the watt bikes with um, the suffer vest on it and like yeah they're like chasing Nibbly like Nibbly's attack go 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 yeah. you're like hey, I don't want to let him go because my um, my dad was talking about he's um he uses road grand tours <laughs> what I know that's like, <laughs> those old man the underground yeah. <laughs> like he's like fighting against Zwift he doesn't like Zwift at all, all I think they're not awful well. people but um yeah, um, what well, he 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 was fed up with be cool. <laughs> yeah. But what he likes about it is they've got like these bots, and you can set up a bit like um, online virtual racing online um, with cars. But you can set up like a group ride where the group stays between one one point two and three watts per kilo. But then it um, dynamically they ride in different groups. People go off the front. So you can, it's like he said, it's like an actual race, can an actual he, can people. He, can he name the people so he can like name one of his yeah. rivals? He's like, ah, oh, <laughs> Billy's gone again. You can fall off Damn as well you, on Billy. That. <laughs> you can overdo it on the corner and you have to. You slow down, yeah. yeah. But he said, and I was like, that having a mixture of trainer road and that, where you're in a race setting, and for your five minute interval, someone goes up the road and you have to chase them for five minutes, even if it's on ERG mode, that would be quite a engaging way of doing yeah. reference because you've got a bit of purpose behind them I think that'd be really good yeah you have to get yeah just get into a series and watch it on Netflix that's what I do yeah I can do that can I've do got that. some good playlists for when you do hard hard efforts oh that's good yeah the trouble with cross is the the distance and the time it's for me muddy. I wish I could enter the vets races because they're on early now so yeah. then you could get your day done but it's like it's and they're two shorter, o'clock they're shorter aren't they they're only 45 minutes yeah, yeah. Um, you can go one, you can go up, but you can't go down because obviously that's silly. But I feel like saying, look, I don't want the points. I don't want. I just want to race, but yeah, I don't you care. Know, you can like, look at my I, time. I won't I'm, count. It I'm never going to be competitive. No, exactly. I'll be mid pack. Yeah, it doesn't equally. matter. But I, I just you, want you, to turn up at you, nine. You can just turn up. Yeah. Nine. I think so. Ten. No, I think ten, they're racing. It's one, isn't it? That's still like, useful. But like two o'clock in London, you have got to drive all the way up yeah, and ride, crap. and yeah, it's crap. that's the. But hopefully there'll be a few more Sussex rounds. Yeah. That's why I'm. That's why I'm keeping them out because obviously, no point training for cross now because it's done. Uh, yeah. So at least mountain bikes probably like May time. I imagine April May time it was starting. So yeah, and again, mountain bikes this way and near your work and stuff like that. So it's yeah. your, and your parents. All, all I gotta do of, is your sort of area. Is be fit enough to just follow the road chumps. Then as soon as the first corner comes, we're fine. But you did when you you did a mountain bike race last year. With like zero fitness, you still did really well. Oh, the, the, that was um. You did a t-shirt. Southern XC, yeah, Southern XC. <laughs> t-shirt. Southern XC in um 2019, I think that was. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, it was cold. She not worn a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it was a chaser one though. It looked quite yeah, good. Yeah, the white one, wasn't it? But you did you did alright that, didn't you? I think okay, ninth or tenth in the end, yeah. So, <laughs> in the t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine the roadies on there, like six grand as well. Snapping their carbon <laughs> bars in half. Yeah. What? What? Um, was that your old mountain bike? You no, I've, I've had that. I've had. I've actually, oh, but it's been re. I've had a bike for five years that I've, that I've not got rid of. Oh, I think that's that's something to be behold of. I think. Yeah. Now I want to yeah. do some. I want to do some team mountain bike stuff because that would be fun. Mm. Yeah, I'm sure we can. We can sort. Find a 24 hour race to do. 24 hours. They're just fun. They are just fun. I think I, I think um, a 
I did it before is we enter two we enter as solos and make our own version of a pairs relay race yes so you have, you have two pairs but you all enter as solos so you've got to ride with your partner right. it's like an unofficial version of it because that'd be quite fun I think we could do quite well in a, in a relay four man mountain bike if we got a fourth we got like your brother yeah I think we'd just be, consistent. if we trained Harry up it's just consistency that's all it is like, I can if you again. can smash out laps in the dark which that's the bit people can't ride in the night and it's the same I'm born for that yeah. tired riding that's what I'm there's no badges I've been training be for that <laughs> yeah exactly there's no badges we'll be alright yeah right well in, as we're still on cross and stuff then you this weekend Samuel yeah I went, went to look at the Crawley Wheelers National Championships. I, I was a key helper. Oh, have you know? Key worker. I mean, it, what an amazing you got club! A like, so <laughs> many people. There were so many people involved in it, and like fair play, all the organising people, like Dougie and um, all those other. There's so many like people who don't even ride bikes and stuff. They're just Enjoy part it. of the. There's, it's a club and a community, and they like that. It really, it's a proper old school yeah. grassroots club, which is, I love that because it's it, it's very genuine and. They just want to make cycling more accessible for people, yeah. and that's a really nice, a really nice thing to be part of. Um, so yeah, it's the national champs at Ardingly. It's uh, very similar to the trophy course that happened. I went to watch it just after I'd hit the Badger, actually, in oh, 2018, 2017. Yeah, 18, 17, 18. Quite a while ago now. Um, it's a really long, really hard course, and it is. It poured down all Saturday. So it was on Saturday and Sunday. I marshaled on the Sunday um, when it was sunny and nice. And on Saturday, it was the most abysmal weather. So that was the vets raced men and women. Yeah. And the uh, under-16s, under-14s, I think they do. And then I had the junior men, junior women, men and women, under-23 and elite. Did they race together? Under-23 and elite, yeah, at the same time. I've got got a question about that there. Yeah, well, the men, for example, won... The person who won it, Thomas Main, he won it and he's senior. Right. The rest of the top ten were under twenty three. Oh, so he wow. is senior. Because I was going to question that. I I read that he was. It might have been he joined this team when he was twenty or like he. Right. Yeah. Something. He's the one. He so was he's the only one older than twenty three. Gotcha. That's why. Because I I was I thought he was under twenty three. So I was like, if right. you win it, can you not win both? Yeah. yeah. That's why. Right. Um, which is pretty mad. Um, yeah. but yeah, equally, so like thirteenth place came like second. Since since Ian Field took a back seat on it, like I I couldn't name you another dominant force of UK cross mm. that's not from this like the young generation of people. Yeah. And I don't think there are any. Yeah, well there was a there was and they said it in the com- I watched it on GCN today and Matt Stevens said um like there was, there's been a real lull of you know, the, the British national champion would come thirtieth in Belgium yeah. and stuff like that. They'd be well, no, not in, nowhere because that's obviously still Infield, insanely good. Infield's claim to fame was he led one lap of the Coppenberg Cross, and there's a YouTube video <laughs> of him doing it, and the fans going absolutely mad. For it. <laughs> and like, it's the thing, it's like he was just, like, he's all self-funded because he was rode for Hargrove, so not even yeah. a club team. Uh, obviously sponsored by Ridley as well and stuff, but yeah, he, he was like ten times national champion. He was just like a, such a dominant person in there. Yeah. And then occasionally you get think people like Ian Bibby coming across to it and yeah. doing a bit more of it. Um, Liam Killeen won it a few times. So like, good mountain bikers and good road races. But like, he people was weren't take, they weren't cyclocross riders. They he was the only something else. Rider. Right, yeah. And, and uh, they he, joined it. I remember I watched him at, when he was national cyclocross champ. He won like the Winchester Elite Crit. So it like beat some good domestic road races. Mm. But still, it's like the level we're talking of now of like people that are winning. Oh, the it's champs completely are. next level. And you know that's nothing against Ian Field whatsoever. Like he's still insanely fast. Yeah. 
but it's just that he's level has gone up. South Arms Way, FKT. Oh yeah, he yeah. did, didn't he? Yeah, that's interesting. Um, so yeah, it was um, it was really good. It was so muddy. It was just a pure power course. Um, was a lot much running in it or not really? It was just like loads was, of running. Okay, but I'm guessing because it was wet enough, it wasn't. It could have been worse if it stopped raining. Yes, it. It didn't get as claggy as I thought it was. Yeah. It was half lap bike changes. From your anyway. your your mud stamping shot you took, yeah. it looked quite wet. <laughs> yeah, it was it was very wet. But I was so I was on in the morning. I was on top of the drop. Um, that that's where I sort of trod in the mud. It was about I don't know five inches of mud. Mm-hmm. It was enough to go over my welly, my foot in the way of my welly, wow. not my whole welly. Okay, just right. the, yeah, the foot so. part. That makes oh, sense. they're very small wellies. Make <laughs> sure, sure they're not gardening crocs. Yeah, they're a pair of toms. And, um, but the, it was the same mud was just being dispersed everywhere. It wasn't getting deeper and deeper because I was a bit worried that oh god, if ruts start coming in here, yeah. people are going to hit it. And if you're slightly off balance, you're going to just fly. Mm. But actually, someone would go through it, and the mud would move and part, and then someone else would go through it, and the same mud. So it was quite hard underneath, and yeah. it was just. So there wasn't. There's was only that, a couple of that's crashes. That's the good thing of where it is. It being a showground is they're used to traffic and people going through it. So it's not like it's like a field that's going to erode no, away. No, exactly. It's, and it's, horses go through it. And it's so designed it's, for it's that. well. It's very well used in that sort of way. But it was just a pure power course, and that there were some sections that were just like one percent. So not really. They were sort of traversing across a, an uphill slope. Yeah. But it was pure mud, and it was just. It made them look like they were so slow. But to put it in context, the people who win Wessex and Southeast Leagues and stuff like that, so like um, Kishin, who we've done the spotlight on before, who's a fantastic MTB, and he won the Southeast Regional Champs. And then Joe Parker, who was the Surrey League cross champ. Yeah, last year, wasn't it? The two years before when it didn't oh, happen yeah. the last time. And like Boney, who, David Bone, who wins all the Wessex yeah. Leagues and is an elite mountain biker. They were in... And Grant, who's a fantastic rider, comes like top five in all the yeah, cross he does. Mid mid thirties, were they? They were. I think Joe came thirty eighth, and then the rest came in like fortieth and stuff like that. And they you they sort of go past. You're like, oh, they're they're like the slow people. And I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> they are so fast and they are so good. <laughs> you imagine all how... these other people. It's just about. I was like, imagine me in this. Yeah. I would look so ridiculous. <laughs> imagine how far behind we would be. <laughs> and like, there were a few people like that. And I'm like, I have complete sympathy for you because you are in it. You're giving it a go, and you're doing Deeply, it. It's because if you want to do it, there's no other category you can race. And I'm almost like, but there shouldn't be another category you could race. Yeah. If you're racing the national champs, it's not an elite national champs. Yeah. It's senior national champs. Yeah. yeah. That's almost what I like about cross like there's, there's no like you can give yeah. it a go there's no there's no categories and fair play for the people that were digging in and doing it and like the women's race and yeah it was it was absolutely amazing but the stand the standard is now so high and they're all so young they're yeah. all like these tiny little lads who I, just... I think that in cross period it's just got immense in a regional level it's got harder and harder and harder it's become the real focus for so many people because mm. it has so many benefits and I think it's just so much more accessible like go to Belgium and you can race like two three times a week yeah and you can get you can't get that experience mountain biking in the same sort of way. So I think it's it's such a quick fire way to learn skills to build that that power. And because so many famous riders now do it, it's like a clear pathway of yeah. You do this, you do this, you do this, you do this, and if you're good enough, you will make it mm. as a top road rider like Ben Turner and um, Ben Tullet and stuff. He's yes, Ben Turner's now on Ineos. Uh, Tullet is. 
He's gone to a World Tour team, I'm sure. Ineos, I'm pretty sure. Oh, is he? Yeah. Okay. No, has he gone Alperson? Yeah, I think he did. Yeah. But it's just a clear pathway, and it's it's so simple. Like, if you are good enough... Um, in, unlike road racing, in cross, if you are good enough, you will. it will be obvious that Look, you are good it, enough. You pretty, <laughs> pretty much you always finish where you deserve to finish. Yeah. Like Joe, for example, yesterday, he was gridded really far back, and it's such a good course for him, and he's so fast. He just went through through the field so quickly because it yeah. wasn't like you got caught up. It's a it's like a seven a foot wide yeah. muddy thing. Yeah. So he just cycled faster than other people over over the side. Within like, half a lap, yeah. he, within half a lap, he was he was in his position. He's going to finish in. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's it's a very honest race in that sort of way. But um, mm. in the morning, it was really interesting because all the juniors were like um, doing the course practice, and it was some of their first go. Some of them had practiced the day before. But I was on the top of this quarry drop and some of them just, it was like a blind, it's a blind drop. You can't see it. They were just sending it off, just flying yes. off it. I was like, they just have no fear. And then as, as people got older and like some of the senior <sighs> women and senior men started coming through, they'd ride up to it and they'd stop and have a look at it. <laughs> and I was like, you can do it. Just go straight through the middle, go down. And they were looking for lines. And, like, and then all these kids in the meantime were like flying off of it. I was like... Don't psych yourself. And anyone who I could tell before they even went down who was going to fall off. Yeah. Because if, like, if you soon see a little handlebar wobble, you're like, you're done. Yeah. <laughs> you're done. Yeah. People choosing a different line at the top. Like, no, don't do that. Just go straight down it. You can, you'll be fine. But yeah, it was absolutely, the atmosphere was amazing. And like, there was over a thousand people, a thousand wow. cars. That's all there. Really Everyone was getting out. stuck in the fields. We were having to go and push them all oh, out. Was, so many people stuck. It was, it was amazing. There's a tractor pulling people out. But it was... I've never been in an atmosphere like it. It was absolutely insane. Like, I was... I'm actually on GCN. You can see me. I'm at a crossing point, stopping people from crossing. But um, when they... There was, like, a quarry area where they... Did, it was, like, a run-up and off-camber section. It was, like, down the bottom bit. And that's where loads of the crowds were. And as the leaders went into it for the first time, it was, like, a... You know, that distant sort of roar. There yeah. was horns. There was whistles, cowbells. It was a real, like, yeah. tingly atmosphere. Of, like, oh, my God. Like, something and special is happening. It's like, and you've not you're not used to crowds for years now yeah. so like it's, it's it's probably made it even more special oh to ride to have ridden in that just as a, as a bog standard rider that would have been a real moment pointing to the fans did yeah. you need two bikes to do it because it was so muddy or were there people without two bikes that were just uh, flying I think a bit more I doubt all it Joe, really? all the lot I just spoke about they had pit crews jet washes yeah. and I reckon the top guys would be half lapping probably oh yeah definitely yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. Like, it's frantic for a pit crew yeah, I don't. There's maybe a couple of guys, but there wasn't many um, DNS. Well, like those, those there was boys three, there was were three, three, I think they were lap. They got stopped a lap before. Right. But I think they did. But they were given a t- all different times, which I thought was a bit odd. Like usually you wouldn't get that much of a time. Oh, okay. So yeah. Were the laps just really long? Like they were like sort of ten minutes back. So it was like was yeah, it was, it was, um, it was a ten minute. Like it was a five lap race. The, the limit is three point five kilometers, and that course was three point two. And it was taking them like the juniors did three laps. Wow! Wow! Really long. Women did four laps. Yeah. Blokes did five laps. And normally you do like nine to ten. Yeah, that is, <laughs> that is a long course. They're really, really long. But yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. I'd love to ride it. Um, I might try and make that my aim for next year. We should try and so we can do the trophy Top round. Because there'll probably be a trophy round or something. As long as we've got to pay money. To but watch. I reckon in the next, I don't know, fifteen years, I reckon there'll be a World Cup there. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. Yeah. Really. That I think that they put a very big stake in to be the best course. I, I feel and what, the best club for putting cross on. But I feel what's weird that is. <coughs> I think maybe, yeah. Their, their their next step then is just to host the UCI individual yes. race. 
and that would be then, then the heartbeat would be getting into a series. Mm. But then equally, if there's a couple of like people that I'm sure there's some northern people that are similar to, or even people that host the trophy round, it'd be really good to sort of get. I know trophy is a UCI standard, mm. but it'd be good to have like if Clanfield can do it as well. Yeah, they're not big enough to have a trophy there, but the the UCI commentators are really happy of how it was organised. They love the course mm. and stuff. So they want to push more into it. Um, things like Crawley, if they can almost get away from the trophy side of it and like just try and yeah have like a breakaway series sort of thing, that'd be quite mm. good. Um, yeah, it's really good. Well worth going to watch. But it really got me in the mood for Cross again because I was I was being a bit down on it recently. Of like, oh, I can't be bothered to travel and all that time and effort. But mm. once you're doing it and when you're racing, it's worth it because it's just su- it's such a buzz. Yeah, it made me really buzzing for three peaks as well. So we've got to do that. Yeah, we've got to take Harry to three peaks. Oh, he'll love it. He'll love it. <laughs> he'll love it. <laughs> we'll do it together. Yeah. If we just go, look, like, we're just going to ride I'll, all together. I'll that be, would be such a good experience. I've beaten Sam once. I don't have to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. I'm going to give you a mechanical next time. <laughs> Even though you stopped for a wee that was longer than my Throw mechanical. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Should we go for a game? Oh, God. Yeah. Okay, it's a bit of an old game, so I need you to grab the headphones and put one ear up to each of them so you can hear the song. Yeah. Okay. okay, here we go. We get And I'm trying to remember how we played it. Cause I think it's one of the one, first or second songs we actually played. <laughs> okay, for, for the listeners, we're just listening to a song. They will hear the song as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Takes me back. I remember recording it. <laughs> It's got more out of time <laughs> since <laughs> not age, as his age has become less in sync. It's like you recorded it, you sang in Australia and we played the music in the UK. It's like how Harry recorded every podcast. <laughs> the production values we need to strive for. Fantastic. Great use of uh, I couldn't hear values. any of okay. the lyrics. I could just hear... <laughs> <laughs> I wrote them. Um, welcome back to Since You've Been Gone Again. <laughs> <laughs> Not number two, but no, again. again. So, the premise of this game... From what I remember is, it's about what riders are up to now they've retired. Oh, I like this. Oh, okay. Might be, they might be the same. They might, more... they might not be correct, but as you two text me saying you're on your way over, I was getting, <laughs> I think I've got seven, maybe me, six. As long as there's no actual cycling knowledge needed, then I'm fine, really. You can guess a, a job. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to give you the rider's name. <laughs> and I think how we played it is I then, for three points, if you guess it then, yeah. I can then give you... The team they rode for yeah. when they retired, two points, if you get it on that one. Yeah. And then I'll give you the year they retired in. Not sure that really helps. But... <laughs> I was just going to say, these clues aren't helping But it might be more of a modern thing, so you yeah. might go for a more... Yeah. 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 If it was someone in 2012, it's probably not going to be a gravel influencer. <laughs> Let's just say that. Yeah, it might be a chip shop, Belgian chip shop yeah. owner. Oh, I wish. But they've I gone wish. on to... Okay. Okay, so... Oh, I want some chips. The first... Yeah. I, I guess you just... 
go for it when you're ready. Are we going to go for it? If you guess and you're wrong, you're out. Yeah, you're take fr- it you're frozen turns. out. Harry can go first. Harry's looking. It, for the listener, it's about. You can see your own minus breath. four degrees yeah. in Sir's <laughs> garage. It's getting colder and colder. <laughs> it's not, Harry's have, very wrapped up. I have got a heater. But I think <laughs> no, it's we're a bit in loud. You tell we're, me yeah. now. <laughs> we're in there for two hours. <laughs> I've got a blanket somewhere. <laughs> I'm absorbing the heat from that. Uh, the bulb, yeah, bulb fifty watt light bulb. Yeah, I, I'd have a thousand lumen we could chuck in. It might blind. Them, <laughs> yeah. Okay, right. Okay, here we the go. First rider, Anna van der Breggen. Right. She retired at SD Works in 2021. And I've got a guess. What does she do now? What's her current job, or what job? Because she just only had so one. So I'm job. guessing out of any job ever, because I've had, I've got no clues. Well, you, you might have some knowledge about the person. I don't think Harry knows who Andrew Van der Bregen is. No, not really. She's, I've probably seen she's her. She's like one of the best. I say she's right. second, probably to Voss in terms of the all-time greatest yeah. women cyclists. Right. She used to ride for Mitchelton Scott. No, that is Anna Mick Van Vluten. Ah. Oh. Uh, you, and you're taking the piss out of me. So she know. is. Really she was always used to run for Bowles Domans. I apologise. And she used to run for Rabobank when they had a super team with Van Vluten and with Voss. Yeah. And then she was just basically she always world champion basically. Yeah. yeah. She, so she she retired as I think world champion. She was the Rio Olympic champion. Yeah. She was in a very very exciting race. Um, she lost the course in that amazing finish to Van Vluten. If you remember that when she caught her on the line. Up, yep. up um, Von Til or something like that. Because it was like a um, handicap time trial. Yeah. Mm. Great race. They set them Great up. in theory. Terrible in principle. <laughs> yeah. So do I guess and then if I'm wrong, it goes to Sam and he gets a clue? I mean, I think anything at this stage. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say just, she, makes, she makes Scotch eggs and Asda. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say she's a DS. She is. She's a sports director. <laughs> I was actually going to say but I thought, oh, that's too boring. <laughs> so she retired after World Champs. And um, she then her first race she was DS for was the Paris Bay Femme, mm. which didn't go too well for them. Which speaking quickly, speaking of uh, my weekend, the girl who or woman who won um, the ladies race, who is Harriet Harden. Yeah, is it Harden? I think it's Harden. 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 Oh, that's terrible. Harriet I should know her name. Hattie Harden. Um, I'm saying now within three years. She's going to win women's Paris Roubaix. Okay. See, I don't, I'm not sure the lure of the road would get her. That is true. She's into she, other stuff. But that would be, I think she'd be fantastic. Yeah. She was absolutely brilliant. Like, absolute powerhouse. Like, rode really well. She's really confident and very really good technical. She's rider, 19. Mm. Yeah, she's so young. I don't know if she was that young. And then Annie Last came second. Yeah, I love that. Absolutely I love that. She was brilliant. Annie Last and, and then Anna Kay. It she's was the only woman, only woman to ever win a um, a World Cup round a few Matt years ago. And Matt and actually World Cup. Yeah, she's an amazing rider. And then Anna Kay, it didn't suit her at all. Like she's such a fantastic rider, technical, fast. Right for Yumbo. So she rides for Yumbo. That Anna Kay. No, she rides for the um, bright red like casino team. I think it's called. Um, yeah, she she did her best, but she just didn't have as much power as the winner. But she was, she's going to be very good at. Well, she's very good already, but she's going to do even more good stuff, I think. Okay, right. So there we go. So no, one point to Sam. Yeah, boy. Answer. Hey, we sports. Strike. It is. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Harry Hart also races ex- World Cup XC as well. Yes. She's not bad at bikes, basically. No. 
Um, so the next one is Baden Cook. I don't know. Who New that Zealander. Ah. Oh. Retired from Green Edge in 2013. Oh, I've got it's my turn. Yeah. Uh, Baden Cook. He runs a bike shop. He owns Factor Bikes. Oh! He's, he created Factor Bikes. They are. He bought Factor Bikes. Are they that new? They're not that old then. 2013? Yeah, they're probably around. I think he bought into them and then... They're pretty big. Didn't pass over to Harry, but that's okay. Didn't that, yeah. <laughs> right. I was, I was going to say he owns a winery, so I wouldn't have been there. Okay. <laughs> so we go for another one. Huh? We go for Jens Voigt. Well, he was a track Trek am- ambassador, wasn't he? So 2015, for Trek Factory Racing, is who he retired with. Yeah, and then he was their ambassador just talking silly Germany things, wasn't he? Just being funny. Yeah. He's the first time I ever saw Zwift was a video yeah. on GCN versus... with yeah. him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he was chatting away, swearing at them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was good. Though. I don't know what his job would be, though. No, I reckon... He wrote a book, author. I reckon he organised... He worked in America... Oh, that helps at all. Well, that's Trek related. So I think he works with Zwift. Or see his his job title. Yeah, is he's a broadcaster. So I believe he does oh. the commentary for um, the American Tour de France. Oh, that's worth a listen, isn't it? I bet that would yeah. be really good. <laughs> well, I think he might be like the man on the ground sort of thing. Like yeah, um, yeah. a bit like Wiggins and um, yeah. Life does a bit. Yeah, he's he's their expert basically. Oh, okay, yeah. that's pretty good. Okay, so we've got Annika Langvard. No, she is no right. She's a, a women's, well enough, Annika, uh, World Cup XC racer, Cape Epic winner. She's uh, she's, po- oh, she's okay. podiumed at Road Worlds, Danish rider. Mm. She retired in 2020 for specialised factory racing. She used to ride for Bowles Domans on the road as well. Uh, I'm going police officer. Ooh. Harry? Firefighter. She's actually a dentist. Oh. Yeah. Are, we not, are we not getting the clues anymore? No, the clue is the person. Oh, no. the, the I team. thought there were three stages of clues. Yeah, the person. He sort of gives them to all us at once. So I realise you haven't got any of these. <laughs> it makes no difference. Yeah, it's the person, the date, and the team they retired. I'm pretty sure that's how it worked before. Unfortunately, mm. I'd delete every document once we done with it. Well, that's so not too noticed. bad. We went for some sort yeah. of, you know, um, We'll go for Andy Schleck. 2014, Leopard Trek. Ah. Oh. Because he retired because he was injured, wasn't he? He was, yeah. Was. He's not a physiotherapist, he re- is he? I found out whether he only retired a year before Jens Boyd. I thought he'd been way before that. Mm. Yeah. Who is now Tour de France winner, Andy Schleck, as well. Oh, because, because of... He got Contador's oh. one, yeah. <laughs> oh. He didn't have the meat. <laughs> <laughs> is he a butcher? Oh, that would be good. I'm going to go with... He's a... His finance manager. His brother That's owns nice. a team who had to change their kit. Did you see that rumor? That happened recently. No. So there's four teams. Oh in, yeah, in with women's the, peloton the that all purple have, and have orange. A, have a similar-ish kit, not that similar. And then it was approved, and then suddenly you saw like, nah, you can't have that. <laughs> <laughs> and they printed all their kit and everything. So yeah, Andy Schlett though is a bike shop owner, bike shop and cafe owner in Luxembourg oh, called Schleck, sounds, Schleck Cycles. That sounds like a nice. <laughs> yeah. Then finally. But he's got a yellow jersey in his bike. Finally, we've got the Canadian, I think he's Canadian, Tyler Farrer or Ferrer. Can we say it? Tyler Farrer. You gravel influencer? 2017. <laughs> oh, no. MT, uh, MTM Quebec is who he retired from. Tyler Farrer. It's not cycling themed, his job, but it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Is he... We've never even had it said already. The, it has? <laughs> I think you may have said it already. Firefighter. Oh, he's a firefighter. Oh, he's standing there, yeah. he's stolen it. I must say, of all the good jobs, like yeah, 
a firefighter. I'm like, yeah, not often. Like, it's so hard to find out what male pro cyclists have gone to do. I think, I think the unfortunate state of the women's way is like a lot of them have to have jobs throughout it. Yes. So I know Elisa Longo Borghini is a police officer. And, um, I imagine her chasing you. Yeah. Like she's, <laughs> yeah, she's on the, the bike never getting away from her. She's <laughs> way too um, fast. Like short, short power. Christine Mujeres is um, an army. She's in the army. Mm. A soldier. Floyd Landis, but, didn't he start a weed company? A CBD company. Yeah, yeah. that's it. But he's come Flo- back to write rating. Floyd's of Leadville. No, he was always part of it. And he sponsored a, a Canadian World Tour team, but they weren't allowed to advertise nice. his company in Canada because you weren't allowed to advertise at the time. Oh, okay. So... Um, he wasn't allowed to have a team in America, yeah. And uh, I, I think he still sponsored them, and then he, he pulled out for a few years after that. But yeah, hmm. he now, he's now gone into it. Is he the one that's got the fit like that Phil Guyman's team? Is that the same one, is it? I don't know. No. What, jukebox cycling? Yeah. Have you seen that? No, it's just been announced. It's like a. It's quite cool. I like the idea of it. It's like they signed loads of different people from all over the world. They signed the kid that rode next to the tour who, of Britain. Who liked my post on Instagram today. Aww. Yes. Um, Xander Paul, his name is, on Instagram. Yes. Oh, yes. He's yeah. like a little kid. He's joined. He was the guy who um, got the... Rode with the who bowl. Who was the rider? Yeah, Bo Visma rider. Guy, yeah. Um, so he liked our post, so thank you very much. Yeah. I think he was racing. He must... I would have thought he'd been racing. I hope so. I mean, hope he wasn't just riding up a hill. On the Saturday. No, I mean... No, I mean... <laughs> he wasn't racing in the tour. Of I mean, Xander yeah. would have been racing at Arding Line. Ah, day, right. so that's why he probably liked the post. Gotcha, because gotcha. it was a cool... Well, anyway, thank you for playing. Contract is gone. Maybe we should create... Um, on Spotify like uh, an album but just put that on it and Seb's greatest hits yeah, that'd be good to for royalties to. hit singular um, that probably wraps it up really very yeah. quickly for, uh, but Roubaix was really good fun um, I rode it with my dad and we did it he like wanted to like have a goal of like completing it as fast as possible and as consistently as possible so I had a really good time because I was basically just like me and this other who was was it Sam's friend called Tom yes yeah a guy called Tom Sam's friend really nice guy we so I said to my dad right sit in a group as we started because it's like 50 miles ish 45 miles yeah, of road because you basically ride down from Roubaix the opposite way mm. along the road then turn around and go back the actual route but at one point we were both sat on uh, sat on the front together and we must have had about 70 people just sat behind us who were like just loving the tour and my dad was just like in the pack surfing the wheels and like we were just tanking it along it was absolutely brilliant and um yeah we then did all the cobbles and it was the day obviously the day before it really rained but it, it was rained. still wet we, we finished about four-ish and it rained and it poured with rain and it rained before midday the next day really? yeah the only window where it didn't rain was when we rode and actually that was good because it would have been a bit sketchy. So miserable. Like I am. Um, yeah. So we we left a bit. The reason we didn't. I didn't ride with Sam is because my old housemate who lives in France was meeting us there. He's getting the train up from Lyon, and the earliest he could get into Roubaix for was nine. So like we couldn't we couldn't make the main ride. So I I'll stay back with him, and um, I planned a route to basically. And my, I think my route is better than the actual <laughs> because it's twenty miles to get to the start of the cobbles and you miss out three cobbled sectors yeah. with 60 miles less riding. I'm like, well, that sounds, <laughs> that's so much better. But the, the lure is the Koppenberg. Um, Arenberg. Arenberg. Yes, we miss sorry. out the Arenberg. Which, once you've ridden it once, you never need to cycle yeah. on that stupid so, path ever so again. Obviously, yeah, usually, you're like, oh, how stupid is it? Your first call set is the Arenberg. And um, it's, in, it's insane. I, I, I was like, don't worry, yeah, we'll start with the nice easy ones. 
We hit, um, what do we hit? Monsempele? Monsempele? Yeah, so that is the longest couple set to yeah. five stars. Five well, stars. It's got a, a hill in it. climb in it as well. I was like, oops, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so, like, last year you see like a graveyard of bikes. This time you just see people in ditches. It was so muddy. It was so fun. Yeah, like, it was It was just the most epic, incredible experience. And it, yeah, it was wet, but it wasn't so wet that it was... But there were big puddles, there were muddy bits, so you, you know, your back wheels like squirrel. Are you around. on road bikes? Yeah, uh, you go see, uh. yeah, we were on cross bikes, but no, well, I was on my cross bike, but I had road wheels on. Yeah, I had yeah, like um, I had cross tires because I didn't have any road tires. I had thirty. <laughs> what, what my gravel kings? Thirty two. Thirty twos. So it's perfect, and yeah, I rode the whole thing with one one seat bolt in because <laughs> my saddle bolt had fallen out. So oh, I, um, but that was okay. I was trying to find all the Dutch Shimano mechanics. I was like. I need this specific bolt, and they were like, they were going through the whole like van, oh, no, couldn't no. find a single we were, thing. We were trying to take apart the Eurotunnel, the Eurostar, yeah. trying to find any bolt, <laughs> just an M5 bolt that would fit my uh, saddle. Half but... the train's been left behind. Yeah, <laughs> you're half as no dark. such luck. Um, but yeah, literally on a ride like that, nothing went wrong for me and my dad. The whole thing, no mechanical, yeah. like no we, and, and literally as we finished, it poured down with rain, yeah. and then we rode back, and it was freezing, and then we went out that night. Yeah, and got quite drunk. It was brilliant. Yes, got back at four a.m. Wow, that's good going. In, that's in, a long in, old day in the centre of Lille. It was a big day. I had a nice meal out. Yeah, um, had a lot of really weird shots. Found this weird bar. Yeah. This guy like made his own. Like... It's his favourite shot, and it was awful. <laughs> it was so <laughs> absent. And then we, then we then we made them like there's some other locals there having like this like shot that they all kept having essentially like a bitter lemon shot. It was actually quite nice. Oh, it was it? so good. Yeah. And like Carter said, Fred can it's, speak fluent French. And it's so handy. Like it's it embarrassing. I sat next to him at the wedding. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there you <laughs> go. Perfect. But, yeah. I remember like before when he came over a few years ago, like he, he couldn't speak fluent French is what he claimed, even though he was like perfect in French. Yeah. And now he's like, yeah, I, I don't speak English now. It's like, and it's absurd. Yeah, he just chat just casually. It was very impressive. Yeah. So yeah, Roubaix was really, really good. I think maybe this year I'm just going to watch it on TV. Yeah. I think we watched it, the, obviously, live, the race. And it's it's such a spectacle, but it's over within five minutes. It was cool. Yeah, it was, it was pretty epic. We, we were probably maybe not the best spot there, but we were a bit too close to the start, I think. It was think, good for the moment of as as they entered. But yeah. They were all covered in mud. You couldn't equally, see who was what. And I'd say almost <laughs> like they were too fast. Yet yeah. I don't think it was fast enough. To yeah. be like, this is mental. Yeah, it was like, sort of that weird. They, they were just middle. riding pretty fast. Yeah. But like, obviously, we would know, like, it's insane how fast it is, but it didn't look that fast. No. Whereas if you saw a bit further on when it's even more spread out. And where, like, Van Art, yeah. someone crashed in front of Van Art and stuff was about 50 meters past where we were, but we were no. looking the wrong way. Because we, we were going for, like, they're coming here, they're hitting us at 35. <laughs> Looking at these some explosions and like obviously modern bikes are amazing. So they just <laughs> rode over it fine. <laughs> they just rode over it and were absolutely not phased whatsoever. Yeah. And then someone tried to steal one of the bikes off the top of my car. What? We left all stupidly. We parked at the side of this motorway sort of slip, slip road with loads of other people. There was nowhere else to park. And then walked yeah. down to the thing. And when we came back, someone had tried had taken a knife and cut the ties that go on my on the wheels yeah, yeah, of a bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was my dad's bike they were trying to nick. Um and they'd obviously used a knife and accidentally sliced or popped one of his tyres. It was tubeless. Mm. And the ceiling had obviously exploded and absolutely covered yes, the person doing it. Yeah. And then they'd obviously run off. But, the but worst... then we had to use shoelaces yeah. to tie so, the car back I only, I, only found, I only re-put my lace on about a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> I've had those shoes I only laced on for ages. But yeah, no, annoyed. the best bit is um, mine and Sam's bikes were on the back of the car. It's completely 
stealer pull. Yeah, all we'd, all <laughs> we'd done, we'd um, zip ties our wheels together, I think. Yeah, just make it But they wouldn't have seen that, yeah. and they just... They just yeah. went for that one. I think it's because it was at the side where there was like bushes, so you could sort of hide almost. But um, yeah, so that was a bit lucky, really. And yeah, then his time was fine. But it's a long, a long, long weekend that. Like, I drove a long time. Yeah, I played a Sam, he drove all the time. Like, oh. I mean, I drove that before. So I'd, rather, I'd rather do a, um, a trip to like Bike Park Wales this year yeah. and do some cool yeah. stuff like that and then maybe come back the next time. With Harry on his new mountain bike. Yes. So. Yeah, so lot, we've got lots of. Exciting things planned. We're going to do, obviously, the cyclocross. I'm going to make Harry do Team Champs cyclocross, which I'm, is you're taking my weeks. You're taking my place, Harry. I can't breathe. I, my you won't need to breathe. Be than yours. Just go slowly. You what? Are you doing it as well? No, I'm away. You'll <sighs> be fine. Joe's up for it. Yeah, but that's Joe. That's Yeah, but we'll have four people. First yeah, but... three people count, so yeah. you can just do whatever you want. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> just see it as, uh, literally just as an experience of getting used to it. It was Sam's fun. first race. Look at him now. Yeah. <laughs> the same. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna smash it. Um, I'm gonna do a bike pack trip from uh, Glasgow down to Brighton as well. Nice. Yeah. Um, don't don't say that on the outro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's a teaser. Oh, ah, there we time. go. We're, we're gonna nice burn. Teaser. We're gonna burn ourselves We've got some yeah road racing and stuff like that. Seb's gonna do a road race. Um, so yeah, so it, either next week or in a few weeks' time, once we've got a few more bit sorted hope Thank you it's... hope you enjoyed it thank you very much for everyone that's listening um i literally posted it on instagram we hadn't done a, a an episode like you said earlier for since four months four months hmm. and i posted it someone people... said that sam's card he got a new card yeah, and our my... payment stopped we lost on the episode <laughs> our podcast disappeared because one of my, my card that pays for the podcast expired and uh yeah that is how long it's been but people still listen i love that it makes me want to do it more because it I don't know who these people are, but people are obviously listening. So if you do listen, let us know and talk to us and mm. tell us because it does help us be a bit more motivated for it. <laughs> There's someone at the other end. Exactly. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks for listening. Try, please share it as much as you can. That really does help. And uh, yeah, message us and interact with us if you have any ideas or things that you would like us to talk about or do. I'm going to try. Hope I'm not sure if Ed listens to this. He better listen to it. But I'm going to really get on him for 2022 he did you know the strava end of year stats yeah his was like three rides oh. <laughs> like 15 kilometers or 40 kilometers or something bless him I missed he's one. had a busy year and he's just he's had a rough christmas with illnesses and stuff like that but i'm gonna get him back on it i think gravel's the way for him i think he'll enjoy it's the that. way for everyone and um yeah he wants to go and do like an airbnb up in like lake district or something and go ride some nice we could do like a bike packing thing the worst like of that. is gravel gravel capital uk Gravel Capital New Forest. <laughs> yeah. Milton Mount. Yeah. <laughs> right. Ambly Mount. Every time. Right. Cheers, everyone. Until next time, stay safe. Stay. Sandy. Say bye, Harry. Bye. <laughs>